All right, welcome back to another video. Had some pretty big news come out in the real estate industry today. And as a realtor in the Frisco, Texas area, I just wanted to kind of break it down. So make sure and stay till the very end. I'm going to give my two cents on what the aftermath of this is going to be. But for the vast majority of this, I'm going to be just breaking down exactly what had happened. So today we're going to be discussing a recent ruling by a federal judge in Chicago regarding a lawsuit against the National Association of Realtors and several real estate brokerages. The lawsuit brought by home sellers accuses the defendants of conspiring to inflate commission rates. So what realtors are getting paid? The judge's decision grants class action status to past home sellers seeking damages and creates a separate class of current and future sellers seeking a court injunction. So in this video, we'll be discussing the background of how this came about to be a lawsuit, the judge's ruling, and the defendant's response, as well as the lawsuit's challenges. So let's go ahead and get into it. So just kind of the background of this case, this lawsuit centers around allegations that the National Association of Realtors and several real estate brokerages conspired to inflate commission rates in the home selling market. Specifically, home sellers have accused the defendants of engaging in a practice that pressures sellers to offer high commissions to buyers brokers through, requirement, through a requirement that sellers make a blanket unilateral offers of compensation when a home goes on sale via multiple listing service or the MLS. The plaintiffs claim that the system creates an unfair anti-competitive environment that drives up commission rates, ultimately hurting the home sellers who must pay these commissions as a result. The plaintiffs are seeking class action status and over $13 billion in damages. Okay, so this is pretty, pretty juicy accusations. Um, <clears throat> the plaintiffs in the lawsuit are seeking class action status, which has allowed them to pursue a large scale claims against the National Association of Realtors, the other corporate defendants named in the lawsuit. This is different from individual claims for monetary damages, as it would enable larger groups of plaintiffs to bring their claims together in a single lawsuit. The plaintiffs are seeking more than $13 billion in damages, which is a significant amount and reflects the scale of the alleged conspiracy to inflate commission rates. And I'm just going to kind of jump in right here because, you know, if you look at what the average realtor gets paid on a yearly basis, it's not that much. And if you actually look at what the turnover rate for realtors are, it's 90% of realtors are out of business within five years. And that is not because they're making too much money. So this, this angle that they're taking, obviously the legal teams representing or fighting against the National Association of Realtors are going to have to kind of like be aggressive in the way that they word this and frame this. But like as a realtor, it's like to understand how hard it is to actually be a successful realtor or to even not like just to survive as a realtor, you know, like saying that conspiring it's, it's, that's kind of, that's kind of craziness to me. So the damages are being sought by certain home sellers who paid a commission between March of 2015 and December of 2020 in states, including Texas, Florida, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, North Carolina, and Colorado. It's worth noting that this amount is not guaranteed and may change depending on the outcome of the lawsuit. So that's the $13 billion figure I gave earlier. The judge's ruling. The judge in the lawsuit made a decision that will allow a large group of people who have sold homes in the past to come together and pursue their claims against the National Association of Realtors 
and other companies as a group. This is called a class action lawsuit. The judge also decided to create a separate group of people who are currently selling or will sell their homes in the future. So you have people that have sold their homes in the past as a class action. And then there's a separate group of people who are currently selling their homes or will in the future. That seems a bit vague to me, broad. This group wants the court to stop any future violations of antitrust laws. This is called a court injunction. So basically the judge made a decision that will let a lot of people who have sold their homes before to work together to sue the companies that they did believe something that they believe did something wrong. And another group of people can ask the court to stop these companies from doing anything wrong in the future. When a group of people come together to sue a company or organization, it's called a class action lawsuit. This means that they're all working together as one big group instead of lots of separate individuals. This, the judge in this case decided to allow the plaintiffs to be a class, which means they can work together as a big group to pursue the claims against the National Association of Realtors and the other companies named in the lawsuit. This is a good thing for the plaintiffs because it makes their case stronger by being a class they can bring a larger, more powerful case against the defendants. So let's get into the response from the defendants. The National Association of Realtors, which is one of the defendants in this lawsuit, made a statement after the judge's decision was announced. They said that they were very disappointed. Disappointed. I'm very disappointed. But they said they were just disappointed in this decision, which means that they were clearly unhappy with it. They also said that they were defending the way that the real estate industry lists properties for sale. The National Association of Realtors stated that the practice of requiring sellers to make a blanket unilateral offer of compensation to buyers, brokers, is beneficial because it saves the sellers time and money by having many buyer brokers participate in the local marketplace, which creates a larger, larger pool of buyers for sellers. This means they believe the system is fair and benefits both both the buyers and the sellers. And I would strongly agree with that. Obviously, I'm, you probably could figure I'm going to, but imagine it, how, few, how many fewer buyers would enter the market understanding that they have to come in and pay someone to represent them on the buying side. There would, be, there would not be as many buyers in the market, and that means that the homes would not sell for as much as they potentially could otherwise. You're, it's simple economics, you know, like supply demand. And when you're just weeding a lot of people out, the cost of entry is going to be a lot higher, especially even with sellers covering that cost right now with um, the way interest rates have gone up and the how, you know, how much homes have appreciated that say you're putting anywhere from five to 20% down on a home. When home prices go up the way they have, then you're going to really have to be putting a lot more down. I'm going to show you too, real quick, share my screen here. This is a uh, home appreciation prices over the past 20 years. And you can see this is in North Texas. So was below 150,000. Now you're up to went up to 400,000. Now you're, you know, about three and a quarter. So when you talk about putting anywhere from 5 to 20% down on a property, there's a pretty big difference already in what they're bringing to the table. And then now having them potentially with mortgage rates being at 7.5%, the loan origination fee, which is usually 1% of the purchase price, that's more fees, both 
on the monthly payment and on the closing cost portion. And, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's, I don't think that's a smart move. I think it's a pretty greedy move by the sellers, in my opinion, that we're just unhappy with paying the fee. And real quick, in what other industry, right? Like, it's almost like, um, it's almost like insurance because if, if you have a lawyer, when you're in trouble, lawyer is that kind of like on-demand insurance that you pay a premium price for their service and they get you out of trouble and you're appreciative for it. You don't complain on the, on the cuts that they take because it's like, well, at least I'm not either in jail or have this ex either. I want some money, right? Like as a realtor, you know, a mat, like I could just tell you right now the amount of like how easily it would be for sellers to manipulate unrepresented buyers into putting them into a position. It would, it would just not be good. Like, cause that that's, there's a couple alternatives that this could create and I'll get, I'll just save that for the, for the end of the video. But I would tend to agree with the national association of realtors that by having the seller assume this cost, because at some point that cost is going to, it's going to, come out of the seller's pocket one way or another, right? Like, so by just assuming it up front, it is saving them time and money in my opinion, which I'm going to, again, I'm agreeing with National Association of Realtors. So two other companies in the lawsuit, you have Remax and Long and Forrester did not make any comments about the lawsuit, probably a smart move on their end. They did not say anything about the decision or the allegations made by the plaintiffs. This is not unusual as companies often choose not to comment on, on ongoing legal proceedings. It's important to remember that the judge's decision was not a ruling on the merits of the case. So it's, there's still a lot of legal work to do before any final decision is made, which is, in my opinion, good news. Here is the challenge of the lawsuit. So the lawsuit challenges a requirement that sellers must make a blanket unilateral offers of compensation to buyers brokers when a home is listed for sale via multiple listing service. This means that when a seller lists their home for sale, they're required to offer a commission to the buyer's broker, regardless of the specific terms of the deal or the services provided. The plaintiffs in this case claim that this system puts pressure on the sellers to offer high commissions to attract buyer's brokers, which can lead or which can result in sellers paying more than they need to. They argue that this is a violation of antitrust law, which is designed to protect competition and prevent monopolies. National Association of Realtors, which is one of the defendants in this case, has defended the practice stating that it benefits both buyers and sellers by creating a larger pool of potential buyers and sellers. We already said that. So, the plaintiffs in this lawsuit claim that the current system of requiring sellers, buyers, brokers, oh yeah, um, that basically, they're just saying that it's putting it's putting pressure on sellers to offer higher commissions to attract buyers brokers. It's because the buyers brokers may prioritize showing their clients homes that offer higher commissions rather than homes that are just best fit for their clients. The plaintiffs argue that this creates an unfair advantage for certain listings and buyer and brokers and results in the sellers paying more than they need to. By seeking class action status, the plaintiffs aim to challenge the practice on a larger scale and hold defendants accountable for any potential antitrust violation. What I don't understand is why there were only two companies listed in this. Um, it's not like 
you know, if you're talking about antitrust, it's not Remax and this other company. You know, you have lots of other companies that they, they all operate on the same system. And, um, you know, another kind of take I have is the same from what I have seen a lot of the times, the same people trying to um, save that commission there. They're also a lot of the time, like a lot of the times, this, those same people are going to be listing their home above market value. You know, it's the way they view the relationship with a realtor, in my opinion, because they're like, well, I don't need a realtor. I just need it for the marketing services. It's like, I know what my home's worth. And then they list their home and then it expires because they overpriced it. You know, so you can market it to as many people as you want, but if it's priced too high, it's still going to sit on the market for a very long period of time. And that's where a realtor comes in is they're going to tell you this is in the market we're in. You know, I don't, aside from the financial predicament, you may or may not have put yourself in. This is what the home is worth. This is what it's most likely to sell for. And um, I think a lot of people just don't trust realtors. They don't want to use them in the first place. And they feel like they just have to. And then they, they're like, they do it on their own terms. Like I'm putting it, I'm putting it up for sale at this price. And this is the commission I'm paying. And I don't know. I just, I think that, um, it, I just, I'm going to revert back to whether it's a doctor or a lawyer or any other kind of high ticket profession. It's like, that's kind of the one area that is, is unfairly questioned in my opinion, because we do have to go through an extensive amount of education, both to get in to be a realtor and to have continued education, you know? So Basically, just to kind of wrap up, we talked about the recent rulings from a federal judge in Chicago recording a lawsuit brought on by home sellers against the National Association of Realtors and several real estate brokerages. The plaintiffs in this case are accusing defendants of conspiring to inflate commission rates and seeking more than $13 billion in damages. The judge's decision grants class action status to past home sellers seeking damages and creates a separate class of current and future sellers seeking a court injunction to bar subsequent violations of U.S. antitrust laws. This means that the plaintiffs can pursue large-scale claims against the defendants rather than filing individual claims for monetary damages. It's important to note that the ruling is not a ruling on the merits of the allegation and the defendants have denied the conspiracy claims. The National Association of Realtors, one of the defendants, has expressed disappointment in the decision but has defended industry listing practices the lawsuit challenges a requirement that sellers make a blanket unilateral offers of compensation to buyers brokers when a home goes on sale via multiple listing service, claiming that it puts pressure on sellers to offer high commissions to attract buyers and brokers. So it's crucial for viewers. Y'all got to stay informed on this as the case progresses. It could have a significant implication on the real estate industry and for home sellers across the country. And we'll continue to bring you updates as they come. So thank you for watching. Um, let me know if you have any questions. I'm going to stand by National Association of Realtors take on this as I just do believe that it like it benefits the sellers to do this. I really think it does. Um, you know, we'll see. I mean, because one way or another, this this compensation is going to be coming out of the seller's pocket. I mean, it, let's say, for example, the buyer just to kind of close out here, a hypothetical, let's say this this. They, they win, they get the $13 billion, and then in the future, sellers aren't paying buyers brokers, okay? Now, that buyer is coming to the table with the same loan amount, 
the same amount of cash in their pocket, ex- except now they have to spend more of that money to get the same asset. Like, what do you think that's going to do to the price of the asset? People are going to come down on that price. It's, it's it, whether like if they're paying the realtor, I mean, it, 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 on every level, it's just like, I don't think this is a good idea. I really don't. So um, we're recording a podcast tomorrow. So I'm going to talk with Sean about this. So make sure to check that out. Same channel. Um, and we'll just, we'll see what progresses, but thank you for watching and see you soon with another video.